they told me I had about 20 minutes. I'm thinking, from what I can smell from up here, it might not take me 20 minutes. Anybody else smell that coming on back here? Oh. Anybody hungry? Well, that is a good way to come to a church service in the park is to come hungry. Amen. I am, uh, my name is Buster Holzer. I serve as the board chaplain for Peterson Outdoor Ministries. Uh, we have a booth set up over here. So afterwards, come by the booth, check it out. We have a uh, Festival of Hope coming up. This is our 15th year of ministry. And, um, and that's serving our veterans, our first responders, through all kinds of different ways. We, um, we have all kinds of events and things that we do throughout the year. On site, we have a Lodge of Hope up near Bellamy, Missouri. And um, we do a lot of off-site as well. So make your way by the booth at some point and check it out. Make plans to attend our Festival of Hope October 2nd. Uh, it'll be at our Lodge of Hope there in Bellamy. So there's some information at our booth for that as well. And for those of you that don't know, I get nervous when I get ready to speak. So <laughs> it'll take me a little while to get wound up here. But um, I get nervous because I want to make sure that I represent the Lord just right. I want to make sure that what comes out of me is Him and not me. So uh, I pray today that you find something of interest in these. I, I get to travel and speak all over the place. Um, God has given me some unique things. I have a sermon called the Duck Call Sermon. I actually use a duck call and preach a sermon. Um, all kinds of things that he has given me along the path. And I get to share that at our, at our events with our veterans and first responders and things and hopefully share a word that is relevant. And hopefully I do that today. What I titled this message today is Run the Race. Felt like it might be appropriate, seeing as how a lot of those here that today have already ran the race. How many ran this morning? Anybody? A few? Handfuls around? I'm not an athlete. Now, if eating tacos became a sport, buddy, I'm in. I bet I could win half the time, too. But uh, it is not. But what I want to share with you today, we're going to just start with some word. Psalms 119.32, and I'm going to bring this out of the Amplified Version. I know there's a lot of different versions of the Bible. I use all of them. I also use one called the MOV, which is my own version. I usually try to warn people when I'm using that one because sometimes it doesn't jive with other people's thinking. But today I want to bring this to you out of the Amplified. It's Psalms 119.32, and it says, I will run the way of your commandments with purpose, for you will give me a heart that is willing you know, to run a race, it takes a heart that's willing because it's going to take some training. My son and my grandsons and my daughter-in-law, they, uh, they all ran this morning. My grandkids, Valerie, my granddaughter, and, and Maddox and Ryder, and they, they all ran this morning in these races. They, they drove all the way up here from Oklahoma to run. <laughs> I'm not real sure. That, uh, that I would have done that. I, I mean, I drove all the way up here to speak. That's different. You know, I don't have to run to do that. But uh, I think they all placed this morning. Uh, my grandson's placed first in their divisions. My son placed third. I think my daughter-in-law placed first. And my, my little granddaughter, Valerie, I don't think she cares. <laughs> She's just cute. Does her thing. But you have to be willing and have a heart that's willing to run a race. And what I want to share with you this morning is I'm going to come to you with 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 
verse 24 through 27. And it says, Do you not know that in a race, all runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize? There's only one first place. Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now, every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. I can vouch for that. We uh, making the plan to come up here, and my son and his family tell me they're coming to race, run this race, and we're staying with friends just uh, north of here. And my friends have a tendency to like to cook fish, you know. And so I'm thinking, sweet, my whole family's coming. We'll do a fish fry. And my son's like, Dad, we got to run tomorrow. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but we decided to maybe do things a little more healthier, so we didn't do the fish fry. But they do all kinds of training. My, my son and his family, they, they run all the time. They train all the time. We live in the country in Oklahoma, in central Oklahoma, and so they run those red dirt roads all the time. Training. There's, a, there's something happening all the time. They, they eat healthy. Obviously, I do not. But they eat you know, right, so that they can compete, so that they can, and it's not just to win, it's so that they feel good about what they're doing, you know, and, and I think when we, when we transfer that to our spiritual life, how are we with our exercise spiritually? I mean, how often do you get in your word? How often do you exercise your spirit? How do we go to church every Sunday, sometimes twice? Maybe we go Wednesdays. Maybe we have a small group. But not all of us do that. There's a, there's a great portion of us. We just go once a, once a week. Listen, I did not get this figure from eating once a week. It doesn't happen that way. In order to, in order to be fed physically and spiritually, you're going to have to have a regimen and, and, and do so accordingly. It goes on to say that they do it to win a crown that withers. But we do it to receive an imperishable crown that can't wither. I mean, the awards that, that my family won today, oh, they'll probably wind up in a box one day, shoved in the corner. My son played baseball. He had a shrine to himself there for a while because he was good at it. But that shrine is in a box in my storage building. Haven't looked at it since he left high school. That's how our crowns in this world will wither away. It's not something that we hold on to. But the crown you receive if you work at your spiritual life becomes eternal. It doesn't go away. It's not going to wither away. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. Listen, I'm, if you see me running, you probably should too because something's chasing me. But most who run, run with a definite goal in mind. There's a purpose for what they're doing. There's a reason for why they're running. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. I do not flail around like one beating the air, just shadow boxing. But like a boxer, strictly discipline my body to make it a slave so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself may not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. 
How do you qualify today spiritually? If you were to stand before the Lord this very morning, how would your spiritual life qualify you in this race we call life? See, many of you here today have run a race. Some ran to win. I think my grandson Ryder, my oldest grandson, he doesn't run for fun. He intends to win. My son runs. He likes to win. But it's not that important. He likes to run. So some run to win. Others run just to compete. And even others just to say that they tried. But I will tell you that everyone within the hearing of my voice today is running a race of life. You are in the midst of a race. This race will be completed by all of us at some point. What will be your prize? Have you ever really stopped and thought about that? I mean, we run a race. I mean, some of us call it a rat race. But we run this race. What will be your prize on the day you complete your race? See, that day could come today. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. The Bible says that life is like a fog. It's like a vapor. It's here one minute and then it's gone. What will be your prize at the end of your race? You see, this race this morning, everyone who participated received a token of their involvement. Whether they finished first, last, didn't matter. It was called a finisher's medal. When your race here on this earth is over, we too will receive a just reward. Some will hear the words, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into my rest. But many will hear the words, depart from me, for I never knew you. I know this kind of becomes a very somber, sober moment, right? Have we thought of this? I mean, we're just out here living our life, man. We're doing our best, right? Doing the best we can to be whoever it is that we think we are or supposed to be. I, I can tell you that for me to stand on this platform today is challenging. Because I don't want it to come off of, of just me. You know, I like to joke. I like to make people laugh because it covers my nervousness. But I want to know that when I finish my race on this earth, that I hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into my rest. What, what will be your just reward? Do you know there's two books in heaven? We all know of the book of life, right? I mean, we're kind of taught that if you've been anywhere around the spiritual realm any length of time. You know that at the end of your life, if your name's not written in the Lamb's book of life, that your eternal reward is not good. But there's actually two books that will be opened. One will be a record of your life in service for Him. What will be recorded there? See, it's, it's not just enough to do just enough to make sure we make heaven. We need to be doing something for Him in the process of that. What is it that God called you to do from the beginning? In Jeremiah chapter 1, it says that I knew you before I ever formed you in your mother's womb. I set you apart to be a voice to the nations. Amen. You know what Jeremiah said? Like many of us, but God, I can't do that. 
Historians believe that Jeremiah was just a teenager at the time of this calling. I mean, young lady, if I ask you to call the President of the United States today, could you just pick up your dad's cell phone and call him? Why not? But see, that's what, that's what he was saying to Jeremiah. I've, I've put my words in your mouth. I have called you for such a time as this. Everyone here today, hearing my voice, has that calling. From the youngest to the oldest. It doesn't matter if you've exercised that calling yet in your life or not. It's still there. What has He called you to do? Who has He called you to be? He's called each one of us to be a voice to this nation. To share our faith, our experience, our life with someone else. It's, it's not just enough to run the race. It's not just enough to get a finisher's medal. We need more than that. And we're created for more than that. Everyone here today has a message. Your life is a message. It's said that St. Francis of Sicily said this, go into all the world and preach the gospel. If necessary, use words. I love that. I love that because it simply says my life is going to speak more volume than my words. My lifestyle. Peterson Outdoor Ministries puts every available resource that we do into giving those that we serve an opportunity to choose the right race. That's our role. That, that's the very goal of this ministry. To give everyone an opportunity. We use hunting, fishing, all kinds of things. All kinds of avenues to preach the gospel. But we have a motto that is learned very early in your service with Peter Central Ministries, and it's minister first, hunt second. Because our goal is to share the Word of God. We have seen countless lives come to the Lord through the ministry that, that Peter Snowdoors is involved in. I've been now 10 years. 10 years I've worked with Peter Snowdoors Ministries at some point. My son and daughter-in-law started. I followed suit. Our family's been involved with this ministry, seems like forever. <laughs> Tron's become family. Many of those that we have served with have become family. I have an entire phone full of veterans' phone numbers. We text, we message, we minister to each other. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. We need each other. We need the fellowship of each other. And it's through that fellowship that we get to share our life with someone else, and then someone else gets to share their life with me. What a beautiful sight. Because there are things that I need to draw from other people. I do not have this all figured out. Many of us might think we do, but we'll have a harsh awakening arriving soon because we do not have this all figured out. And there's never a place that enough is enough when it comes to your spiritual life. To run for the prize is our goal. To run for the prize. And today I offer you that opportunity to choose as well. But it requires something that's very difficult. It requires surrender. Now to our veterans, our first responders, our law enforcement, that's not a word that you put into your vocabulary. Surrender. But in order to be who God has called you to be, it is a necessity. He doesn't want us. 
He wants him in us. See, I don't want people to see God in me. I want them to see God instead of me. Because I have nothing to offer. I'm just an old wore out fat guy. (laughs) My wife hates it when I call myself that. But what I do have is what God has put in me. He, he, He has poured into me things to share with other people. I have fun doing it when I get past the nervous part of it. But he has literally poured life through you as well. What are you going to do with it? I know that there's some faces in this crowd today that I recognize that have served with us at Peter Central Ministries and serve in other places. By doing so, they've allowed God to pour through them like a vessel into someone else's life. That's what he's calling each of you here today to be. To run the prize in, or run for the prize in such a way that your life has meaning in the end. You ever really thought about what people will say about you when you're gone? Well, what is it that you're going to leave behind? So I want to leave behind a legacy that, that said that man, that man followed Christ. That man did something with his life. I might not have worldly possessions. I got a house that was built in 1918. It was remodeled in 1965, though. I drive a truck that's got 200 and almost 70,000 miles on it. Pray over it every time I get in it started. Because <laughs> it's got to keep going. Everything about me is wore out. Except my ability to share my journey with someone else. You know, one of, our, one of our deals that we do with our veterans is they share their stories with us. As we get acquainted with them, as we come to know them, we begin to hear their stories. All of us have a story. Every one of us. But what is it that that story ends with? How you surrendered your life to Him and allowed God to use you? Or how else will it end? Sorry, depart from me, for I've never known you. Today I want to offer you an opportunity. I know we're out here in the park. It's beautiful. Beautiful day. I love loud pipes. We were just discussing that earlier. (laughs) But you have an opportunity not to leave here today the way you arrived. You have an opportunity to leave here changed. So that's what we pray over every event that we do with Peter Central Ministries. The God that no one comes that they don't leave the the way they came. We want life change to take place. And today I want to offer you that life change. I want to ask you, if you will, just to consider where your life is today. And if you want to bring about change in your life today, we have some of the ministry staff of the church that will meet with you right behind the blue tent right back here. I want to give you an opportunity to meet with someone today and let them pray with you. You've got things going on in your life. You need God's involvement. They're here for you today. He's here for you today. Don't leave this place the way you came. Amen. Run the race as if to win the prize. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak this morning. Thank you for your support of Peter's Natural Ministries. I pray that you continue to do so. But again, I challenge you. Don't just let this be another service another time let it change your life forever 
Amen. God bless you guys.